We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Gilcast. You're either listening to this on the Sports Grid Fantasy Football Podcast or the Roto Grinders Daily Fantasy Football Show. Uh, I'm Davis Maddock, joined by Sammy Reed and Nate Nolan. For once, I'm actually in the best mood out of everyone. Um, I didn't quote unquote win on DraftKings, but I didn't get crushed as bad as these two jelly beans. Uh, so I'm here with Nate Noling and Sammy Reed. And really, Sammy, you knew your day was over about six minutes in to the to the day. So it's been it's been a long day for you, pal. Yeah, I'm, honestly, I kind of felt pretty confident that it was over before the slate even started. I just I just this this was a very difficult week. You see this in double ups. There were not big dupe trains. Um, there were instead of guys being seventy percent owned, the chalk plays are fifty percent owned. This this was certainly a week where people were not feeling confident for sure. Yeah, and I played I played harder in GPP, uh, not as hard in cash as I usually do, which is the one solace because uh, my cash team was ass. Yeah, uh, and I guess I should say I I uh, I did not play Dehember in any tournaments, and therefore. Um, I was also excluded from the winning in tournaments. So, (laughs) though though I did win on FanDuel without playing Derrick Henry, I swear if you just have a brain in FanDuel cash, you win. Like, it's unbelievable. Like, my team is not good. I made many, I made many errors. I played Kiki Cutie there too. Did you Uh, play David Montgomery on FanDuel? I did. I did play David Montgomery. David Montgomery, by the way, his team wins like 40 to three. He gets like 12 touches. Um, so I think maybe this whole idea of, of David Montgomery as, as good of a play as Austin Eckler, I think we might need to put that to bed. Nate, Nate do, you have, do you have any thoughts about <laughs> Demont versus Eckler? I mean, I didn't play him. I didn't play Demont this week because he was $500 away from Eckler. I mean, last week it was a $2,000 difference. Don't even compare. But DM, or, uh, Montgomery still outscored him this week, right? Uh, almost no chance. That's true. Well, let's. I mean, why why don't we just talk about uh, fading fading Derrick Henry before we even like get? Yeah. Into- so just uh, spoiler wait, alert. Just to be clear, David Montgomery did outscore Eckler. David Montgomery put up twenty eight points on DraftKings. That's a cool story. Uh, anyway, yeah. You know who put up more than twenty eight? Derrick Henry. Uh, Derrick freaking Henry. I don't even want to do this show. 
every time we do this, every time people say, why didn't you play Derrick Henry? Why didn't you? I'm not going to play Derrick Henry. When Derrick Henry's going to win like this, I'm just going to lose that. We played him. We played him. No, do you remember? We played him the week week when he was good. He was 7,600. You can play him at that price. You don't play him here. I just, there's no way. I mean, nobody who played Henry played Devontae. Devontae was clearly, to me, the best play of the slate. There was no chance I was going to get off Devontae to get on Derrick Henry. Correct. You know, I mean, here, here's here's the thing. Sometimes the guy's just going to smash. I mean, we texted about this. We're just like, none of us are going to play Henry, and yep. Henry is going to obliterate us, and yay, verily, the prophecy uh, came to pass, and we're all thus. And it was just like, it was just like so obvious it was going to happen. It, it's just, yet- yeah, I mean, what I should have done is I should have just played less this week. Like, I, I actually played a little bit more than normal, because um, I was selling a bunch of games. I, I, got off my lazy ass and posted games early this week like on like monday and they just they all sold out so i just kept posting um which (laughs) nice nice infusion of of capital (laughs) nice bailout to the dfs economy from you this week (laughs) don't need to wait on congress for a stimulus just what we all needed during the pandemic (laughs) this is this is what happens this is what happens the week where you're where you're you know you're feeling good you're on top you're you know you're getting your games out early like that's the week you know you're gonna run bad obviously um yeah so we actually – so the way it ended up – oh, uh, they like when you read the scores. I scored 142.02. Nate scored 137.6. Whirling Dervish scored 128.66. And and to be honest, his team is even worse than that. <laughs> Sammy's team is yeah. even worse than the score. I, I mean, I'm not, not going to defend the team. It, another... it is actually quite bad. So, <laughs> um, so I got to – I guess real quick, Nate, you and I had the same basic structure. I started out the day with a 3K wide receiver and Aaron Rodgers. Then when Jameson Crowder was inactive, I swapped from Rodgers and Berrios to Justin Herbert and Brashad Perryman. So I, I don't think that the swap was bad from the idea of like Barrios could have legitimately played zero snaps with, with Crowder active. But what I should have done was just played another three K wide receiver. I should have just played Muhammad Sanu, uh, Richie James, Greg Ward, like just whoever, like someone who could get five. Right. Cause that's really all I kind of needed at that point. Cause my, cause my lineup was good going into the afternoon games and the 14 point difference between Aaron Rodgers and, Justin Herbert is why I did not sweep my games. So not a, not a great swap, but like I would have felt worse about just leaving Barrios and I don't think that yeah. would have been good. Been yeah, a, I think at 1130, up. we probably had the same team, Davis. I was on Barrios, but with the news mm-hmm. with Crowder and it wasn't coming until late, I just, there was no way I wanted to go into the afternoon. Like th- there was no swaps that I liked and I wasn't just going to go into the afternoon with it. So I just excluded Barrios and ran it again and ended on my team and felt I felt good about it because it wasn't like I yeah so going into the afternoon I actually felt comfortable regardless of the Crowder Jets situation um but if the Jets game would have been at noon I probably would have had the same team as you because I had Barrios well yeah I mean if the Jets game had well honestly if the Jets game is at noon I probably win 
Well, no, because I would have played Perryman, I think. I would have played Perryman or Gallup, and both of them were bad, and I probably you know, would not have played Rodgers. You guys are talking about with this noon stuff, you, you Midwest yokels. No, everyone Sammy knows what we're talking about. 7 a.m. in the freaking – Sammy, everybody lives on Central Time. I don't yeah. know what this whole, like, you watch football at – what time does it start for you, 9 a.m.? 10 a.m., friends. 10 a.m. Dude, Sammy, if you were in playoff – like, when you play fantasy baseball, you have to, like, set transactions at, like, 8 in the morning, don't you? Uh, yeah, you do need to log on. Oh, God. I mean, imagine waking up to move uh, a lead Miss DS into your util slot. <laughs> <laughs> Been there. Lead Miss. <laughs> <sighs> Um, yeah. So okay, anyway, so Sammy, what you were about to say is that I've just been making egregious swaps for the last two weeks, and you are you are spot on. My swap game has been bad the last month. It's been ba- – but um, earlier in the season, I ran super hot on swaps twice, get it, like way getting there when I should not have got there. So, it, you know, it does all – like what's going to end up happening this year is I'm going to end the year in cash games with like a 1.5% ROI – and it will have been uh, this whole adventure and all this wasted time for one of the worst hourly returns ever, literally just to do this show, literally just because the people need this show. It's a good thing we get paid so much to do this show. Above <laughs> <laughs> that ROI up to 1.52. <laughs> yeah. So, Sammy, you, you did not go into this late planning on playing Aaron Rodgers. Um, explain yourself. Ah, you know, I, this is kind of where I want to start saying, well, you know, I just want to jam in a bunch of alphas and, you know, that's what it's all about. Um, but, you know, like I just didn't, honestly, I just didn't think it was great. And and I think this was probably a mistake because you did. Uh, I didn't think it was great to pay up at positions like, like tight ends and quarterback on this slate. And it's not because there wasn't available value because there was. It's because I didn't feel like the available value had a lot of upside. Right. So, you know, like QT in this game environment, you know, he was up to like 5K. I thought he was fine, but I really didn't think he was that great. Um, you know, after, after watching that game, I feel like playing Kiki at 5K was a, a big old mistake by, by myself. Yeah, which is, which is fine, man. Like, like, there was a bunch of available guys in the 5K receiver range. Um, you know, but like the, 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 the Gallup, I didn't love. I, I didn't think he had a lot of upside. I didn't think. You know, Perriman's got some upside, but I think he's just a super risky cash play. Um, you know, when Barrios was out there, I thought that, it, and it's probably Barrios, but we call him Barrios because of, of Jose Barrios, the pitcher. Nate, I know you're on board with this. Um, oh, yeah, I don't probably. know what it is. You think I watch a Jets game to hear what an announcer says? Yeah, I just, I need to, I need to just make a mental note right now. Just no more Jets. Minimum salary. What did just matter. just no more no more yeah, they they they're not they're not trying they're not trying to win games and that like you it's just bad I need yeah, to I mean they they, they, they just like with like five minutes left in the fourth they just start like handing the ball off because they just want to go home they don't even yeah care. like no like if that was like they were if those were the Raiders down thirty points to the Seahawks they'd have Carr in there gunning to rugs and Aguilar to get that that goal line you know that that uh, garbage touchdown but the Jets yeah. don't even care they just don't care so but but basically that was kind of just the way I saw the slate as I'm like look like these low price guys you know Washington uh who I ended up playing DeAndre Washington I didn't think he had a lot of upside and I'm just like wow you know these guys will get like a little volume but 
man, I just, I just want to go for upside with my position players, um, which is kind of like what built, what led to my build. Um, and I just don't think I executed the build right, honestly. Like that was, that was a problem. But you guys tell me if you thought that was, that was fish because Davis, you paid up for Rogers and you paid up for Kelsey and you ended up, I mean, you didn't, you didn't win, but you lost less hard than I did. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought I, Rogers well, was a lock. I, I think I did too. This week, I thought Rogers was. The Rogers Devante stack in cash, I thought was just like a what DK should have come preloaded with this week, and then you figure everything else out from there. Um, and I think every anything other than that just felt like fancy play syndrome to me, just overthinking it. Um, and I don't think I ever got off of that, but I, I do agree with you, Sammy, that like it does force you to get comfortable with value that like maybe we shouldn't have been, but at the same time, like. Rogers legit like the Rogers Devonte stack can put up seventy five points in cash games, and then you're just hosed, you know. So, I don't know. I wasn't gonna get off that build. I, I understand why you did it, and I think Stafford was the way to do it because it's I, like I well so so well, I think Hertz, that's Hertz was actually the way to do it, but yeah, I just thought, dude, I was just like this could end up so 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 terribly. Like this could be like rich man's uh Kendall Minter or something you, like that. You you actually ran bad, Sammy, because he didn't even play the last drive when, yeah, when the Packers were in prevent defense. Like yeah. you could you could have gotten twenty there. Oh and even two four dude, you could have gotten twenty four. You could have well, gotten yeah, the bonus I mean, in the, the passing thing was touchdown. Stafford Stafford had two hundred and like three yards at the half and a touchdown and then he threw for like forty in the third quarter. It was just like and, and that then, second uh, half was super tilting on both sides. Yeah, Stafford certainly could have done a little better. There was a Marvin Jones uh, reception in the corner that looked like it was a catch. Um, I don't think it was a touchdown, but but it was real close. Got reviewed, didn't get there. You know, ran kind of bad, but really, like, dude, I, I've owned Stafford in fantasy for a lot of years, and it's just it's just never a, a good sweat. He he just kind of sucks. So I deserve what I got playing Matt Stafford, and and I'm not going to complain about it. Just I'm I'm looking at my lineup and well okay so let's let's uh, the the one thing we have that's most different relative to what other people did is we all played ronald jones and i don't know if it's a combination of other content sites not projecting him highly because he as soon as fournette moved out he was in um our optimal at daily roto i don't know what like cardi stuff had him for uh and all that or like, or people just don't like Ronald Jones. That's definitely a big part of it. Like people just, they do, they do not like Ronald Jones, but with Fournette out 30 point team total at home against the, the Vikings, like this just felt like pretty much uh, an autoplay to me. The, the only reason I can guess that he wasn't a lock, like that he wasn't higher owned for everyone is, is because of the timing of the news. Otherwise, yeah. I don't understand how he's not a lock. I mean, basically with Fournette out, all of the risk for Jones re- is removed from the equation. There's like no downside other than like injury at this point. So I, I, thought, I thought Jones became the lock of the running back position for me, um, which, was, which was a weak position for me. Like I wanted to play four wide receivers going into this morning. And yeah. then when the Jones thing came out, it was like, oh, he's the best. And then I just needed to figure out which of the value running backs I was playing. Yeah, so so none of us like we're gonna play Derrick Henry in cash because he just you know, like we saw last week, sometimes he just doesn't get there at all. 
Um, Jacksonville, obviously, this was a really good spot. But I think we had – we all had, like, similar running back pools that we were choosing from. Like, we were all thinking about James Robinson. We were all thinking about Eckler. We were all thinking about McKissick, uh, Jones. I, I didn't really um, consider Robinson. James Robinson. Because yeah, Eckler, Eckler was so much better. Yeah, God. I mean, I, I did – so I did play James Robinson instead of Eckler, and I feel really bad about it. Like, I'm a huge Eckler. After, after the Eckler Holy War from last week, how could you forget? Well, I mean, you know, it had been like five year, five weeks in a row that we all faded James Robinson, and all he does is smash, and I was just yeah, like – that's I was true. just like, you know what? Like, I do feel not as safe with his receptions, but just like his total – he just never comes off the field, whereas Eckler does – um, yeah. I know Eckler's going to get more work, but James Robinson has more touchdown equity. I thought it was really close, but you know, in the end, I just, I, I thought Robinson had a kind of safer workload and you know, man, Eckler just smashes every week. Like he, he just, yeah. hey. they just give him the ball all the time. Like it doesn't even matter that he only is playing like half the snaps or 60% of the snaps. He's just getting the ball all the time. And he got what, like 28, 27, 28 touches, like, 10, 11 targets. I don't know what exact numbers were. But yeah, just, it's, like, it's it's just, like, insane. Like, he just get – they just – it's just so easy for him to get points. Like, he – he his absolute floor is 10 points because he will get 10 receptions, like, in a game like this. Right, yeah. yeah. Right now, he's basically Alvin Kamara's workload except for, like, when it comes to red zone type stuff. Yeah. Right. Where yeah, Alvin Kamara he, gets, he did, like, he so did. much more touchdown equity. He did get three touches inside the 10 in this game. He just didn't – E. Miles Gaskin did. But if he continues to get a, like, 18%-plus target share at the running back position with, with like, 40-plus percent rushing attempt share, I mean, he's, he's definitely in play. It's just that he doesn't – like, he's not Alvin Kamara because of the touchdown equity. Like, right. until so, we start to see that from the Chargers. Yeah, so, so we all played – we all didn't play Henry, and we all didn't play Eckler. Is that right? Yeah. He said, "No wonder we we lost." Yeah, like, oh, not not okay. like I'm I'm sitting here I'm sitting here looking at my lineup where I effectively played um, Kiki Cutie and JD McKissick over like Gallup and Eckler, and it's just like, what are you doing, dude? Just like, like so so fully agreed. Like we by, we by the way, it's a little bit more of an art when you can pay five k for a Houston wide receiver. That is yeah. really like a 3.5K guy on the worst. The Texans were the worst like offensive efficiency team going in. When, when yeah. you look at what they have right now going up against the Bears, I can't believe I played QT at 5K. That was – that might be I, my stone I feel, worst I feel pretty year. bad. And also – That might be my stone worst play of the year. I, I, also, um, I also feel that playing McKissick was stupid because what did I think the – the the absolute max for McKissick was like fifteen. He yeah, never. You're, you're hoping that you're hoping that San Francisco got up lost. because McKissick has scored one touchdown all season. He's just uh, not scoring, bro. It's now, just- now to be to be fair though, he actually played way more than I thought. He was he was the clear lead back. Peyton Barber was involved. Wait, like like on first and second down, it was McKissick in there which was surprising, but I mean, like, I'm not, I'm not trying to defend it. Like this was not good. I think. Yeah. Um, I think, I think it's one of those things where at the beginning of the week, McKissick was looking like the play because Gibson was yeah. out. And then once things changed, like he really just started falling down and down the list of like who you should play. 
Um, and, and, and I think one of the things about the McKissick play is you want him to get a lot of targets. Like you're like, Oh yeah. I mean, like, no, you're, like, you're playing him like he's a wide receiver. Right. Yeah. You, you, you're hoping he's like Lynn Bowden, but he, he didn't do as good as Lynn Bowden. <laughs> no. Yeah. Should have just played, should have just played Lynn Bowden. I bet he was the men. He, he was the men, but, he but, the, but the thing about him, um, McKissick was that like, he was getting, I mean, it, it was up and down, but he had many games with like double digit targets. And yeah. I think a lot of those were in games where they were down or, you know, like against Pittsburgh, like they had a lot of like end of both halves kind of hurry up stuff. Um, but when they're playing a game against San Francisco, where San Francisco is not that good, this was going to be kind of an ugly game. And once Washington like took the lead, they got a couple of defensive touchdowns. All of a sudden it wasn't like check down central. And then, you know, he kind of ran bad because Haskins came in. Haskins isn't going to dump it down like Alex Smith. Uh, it, it was just a tough scene. He only got four targets. And I think that's, that's not what you were looking for out of that play. Correct. It is, it is not what I am looking for. And uh, so I had actually had Curtis Samuel in that spot um, for, you know, whatever, most of the morning. And then the, the Panthers announced that Brandon Zilstra was starting over him. And I got, I got visions of CEH oh. standing on the sideline, <laughs> holding his helmet because he didn't practice all week. Samuel did not get he, – he was uh, – He was, he was sick, um, wasn't he? No, he was a close COVID contact, so he wasn't at practice all week. And we've already seen multiple times this year where guys who don't practice because of the close COVID contact tracing don't play in the game. That's, um, yeah, but, but they're inactive, Davis, is the thing. No, no. No, like, no, true. just when they haven't practiced with the team all week. Like who, no, th- who, was, who was active and didn't practice? And Clyde, Clyde, Clyde Edwards Hilaire last se- Sunday night. Yeah, but wasn't S- he sat there? Actually- sat, no, sat there with his helmet on and just watched Le'Veon Bell putter around the whole game. Right, but wasn't he actually sick? I mean, I have no idea. I think he was actually sick. I don't think he got COVID, bro. Like this is. I think that's a. I think that's a different. Well, situation. Ch Ch didn't have COVID either. He wouldn't have been on the sideline. That's what I'm saying. I think CEH was sick, but not with COVID. I, I have to check well, this out. I let me this- tell you this. After watching after watching CEH today, I mean, is he the worst? Like, I cannot <laughs> believe you both need to hold a big L on that. That was – you guys touted him as the second coming of Marshall. I mean, it was he, – he does not – He was supposed – I mean, if I just tell you blank check – the Chiefs draft a running back in the first round in the middle of a Super Bowl run, aren't you I'd just say- like – I'd say bad decision. Don't waste. Well, obviously it's a terrible decision. Like no one's arguing that, but you're just writing blank checks to get that guy on your fantasy team. Right. Yeah. The, the chiefs running back situation is just like fantasy point central. Yeah. Uh, but, but, but the, the, the true answer is that it's, they just need Damien because he's the only one that can do it. Especially during the playoffs. You just need playoff Damien. Like you guys, do you guys remember, like almost no one will remember this, but like for the first six weeks of Patrick Mahomes MVP season, everyone was tilting Kareem Hunt. Every because he would get like he would get like sixty scrimmage yards, no receptions, and maybe a touchdown. Like everyone was tilting it because like they don't really need running backs the way they play. Um, and so if Ch is not contributing as a receiver, he just isn't going to contribute at all. Like he had thirteen carries for thirty yards today with Patrick Mahomes as a quarterback. <laughs> the, thing, the thing about Ch is he's not real big and he's not real fast. And when you're not big or fast. And I think Andy Reid just realizes, like, when you have Patrick Mahomes, any 
running back handoff is just a much lower efficiency play. Like, yeah, it's, it, it's a total waste. CH yeah. is a bust. I, the, the only thing about the Panthers situation is I'm really surprised more people did not play Robbie Anderson. I'm, now, obviously, Robbie didn't like smash, smash, but he was close to. I, I, I thought Robbie was going to put up 25 burger here, and I'm amazed at 6.2 he was not more owned. Like, why did you, why did you guys not play Robbie or think about Robbie? I, I did. I thought Robbie was a good play. I honestly, the the fact that I was planning on playing Samuel though was why I didn't play, and because I thought Samuel was a better play. Um, yeah, for for me, it was really I thought Marvin Jones was kind of an equal play, and I thought that Brandon oh, Ayuk was no. an equal play. Well, I played them both, and I can confirm, Sammy, that Marvin Jones was not an equal play. <laughs> You knew the kiss of death when you're when you're texting us. You're like, I need Marvin Jones to smash in the in the second games, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, he's a really good play, Nate. You <laughs> Dude, Marvin Marvin Jones coming up with eight for one sixteen and one last week lost so many people, like lost so much money for people this week. Like the fact that you just look at that, people don't remember that fifty five yards of it came in the fourth quarter, literally on like a busted coverage like you know just one of those crazy Stafford plays like sure, he didn't but, even have but, but the thing is Jones has been getting it's not just last week's match it's Jones has been getting like a lot of targets without let me, let me tell you this though people are mentally weak and if they look at that and they see 12 targets for seven receptions and 64 yards and zero touchdowns which his line would have been had he not secured that pass his ownership is slicing that. I gu- I'll just, I'll guarantee it, dude. I guarantee it. I mean, yeah, but Nate Davis. still would have played him because Nate, I still would have played him because I don't Nate, look at Nate that. He Whopper only looks at, he looks at the Whopper. Yeah, Nate just breathes <laughs> Whopper through his gills, and you know, well, yeah, that's, he's that's what, he's that's what three of the last. He said three of the last four weeks with above seventy-five Whopper. Nate, like, you're you are you are a fake Whopper guy because a real Whopper head would have played Perryman a hundred percent in this slate. I loved Perryman. I told you I was on Perryman all week. It just, construction-wise, I didn't end up there. We'll get back to the guys on the Gilcast here in just a second, but need to thank our sponsor here on the podcast this week. Of course, we're talking about Manscaped, looking for the ultimate stocking stuffer this holiday season. Look no further, because our sponsors, Manscaped, have the tools to make you win this year's stocking stuffer or white elephant competition. Manscaped, it's the only Brand dedicated to below-the-waist grooming, hygiene products, and great news. They just released their products across Europe, Canada, and Australia. Of course, we've talked about the Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. Offers a replaceable ceramic blade, advanced skin-safe technology, which, of course, important. We don't want any grooming accidents. And, uh, of course, the Weed Whacker nose and ear hair trimmer, which provides proprietary skin-safe technology to get rid of those nasty nasty nose hair so you've enjoyed the podcast this football season then support a great sponsor of ours this holiday season and hey get something good for yourself why not it's manscaped you get 20 percent off and free shipping when you use promo code roto at manscaped.com so get 20 percent off free shipping with the code roto at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off Free shipping, manscaped.com. Use promo code ROTO. What are you waiting for? Go whack your weeds and make Santa proud. All right, back to the guys on the Gilcast here on the Roto Grinders Daily Fantasy Football Feed. Um, I needed four wide receivers and I wasn't going to well, play. Well, let me tell you this. He wasn't because I just, I'm never, I can't, 
I, I seriously need a reminder, like any of you guys listening to the show, if you hear me talking about Jets, if you hear me mention Denzel Mims on a show, anything like that, seriously, message me, at me, and just be like, dude, do not play Jets anymore. Like, be done oh, with well, it. Well, Levitan literally DM'd us this week and was like, dude, yes. you guys are lucky Mims is out. <laughs> By the way, KJ Hamler, uh, 80 yards and two touchdowns, was in the Daily Road Optimal, was in our top optimal. Uh, you're mentally weak for should, not should have, should have just played the 3K KJ Hamler smash. Yeah, okay. So, so, dude, let's, let's, let's keep on track because what happened was we all faded Derrick Henry. We all faded Austin Eckler. And we all yep. did play DeAndre Washington. And Ronald Jones. We all yeah. played DeAndre. And yeah. I, I don't feel bad about DeAndre Washington. It, it happens. I do. Yeah. I do. It's no. terrible. I do. Was, wait, was I the only one who went to – you know, and, and when I'm telling you it's bad and then I end up playing him, that just means I'm a mentally weak fish. That's all that means. Like, dude, the, the reality was is that in a situation where Casey is very likely to win and Miami's likely to be down with Tua, who, like, doesn't check down very much, and they're going to take him off the field in a lot of pass-catching situations, like, he's just got, like, a stone floor of, like, nothing. And it's just bad. I mean, this was his floor. He, he, I mean, he gaskined it in the sense of he had a touchdown and he just didn't quite get um, his pad level right to get through. It was so bad. I know. It was so tilting. It was so, because the hole was there, but he just, he did the, the Daryl Williams thing where he just stood straight up and, and let himself get tackled. Like, come on. Imagine how tilting today would have been if Ronald Jones didn't get his goal line touchdown. Oh, that would have been. Be tilting. But Sammy, like you can't, you can't fade a min price like running back who's going to get 13 rushing attempts and four targets and think that's going to be a successful long-term strategy in cash games. Like I, I, I get the reasons, but like, well, look, I did, time, I, did that I didn't fade him. I didn't fade him at the end. Like I was like, yeah, you know what? He's fine. But I had the same problem with him that I had with a lot of the other value guys, which is that there's just very little upside there. Right. It's like, oh, yeah, it's fine to say, oh, it's median projection, like, you know, he should kind of return value. But the reality is you need to have, like, floor and ceiling. You need to have some guys with ceiling. DeAndre Washington doesn't have it. I know you're not necessarily going to get that from 4K running backs. And, you know, to get, you know, whatever, like 14 interactions from a 4K running back is good and fine. Um, I yeah, but it's, it's, it's probably not good to parlay them the way I did by also playing McKissick. Like, uh, McKissick was, was stupid. I feel bad. Yeah. feel yeah, bad about you, it. I just yeah, don't know you, why with why either one of you guys didn't do the four receiver thing. I mean, we all felt well, running back. Well, McKissick, is, I, I did. Like, I'm just looking at that line of spot, like, thinking that it was Samuel, basically. Like, my thought process for 96 hours of the week was playing four wide receivers. This was a great slate to do it. And McKissick is basically a wide receiver anyway. You're not playing him for his carries. I was actually, I, I was, before the Jones news, I was leaning very heavily toward playing four wide receivers. So who would who were your four? Uh, I wanted to play Ayuk. See, I wanted Man, to play. He, he is a baller. I a, wanted to play Ridley a lot. I really yeah. wanted Devontae and Ridley this week and couldn't get there. Yeah, I, I so yeah. I mean, we'll talk about my construction, but yeah, Ridley, Ridley was. Yeah, really- okay. Let's just this this team that Sammy played. So Sammy, <laughs> Sammy yeah. played Matthew Stafford, James Robinson, Ronald Jones, Devonte Adams, Mohamed Sanu, which I think you had in as Barrios, correct? Correct. Yeah, 
Uh, Tyree Kill, Cole Komet, DeAndre Washington, Seahawks defense. What the fuck? <laughs> what, what is this? Sammy, I don't – you fade Derrick Henry. Yep. You play Devontae Adams, and you don't play Aaron Rodgers. And you just say, look, no. look, dude, straight up, just for what you know people are going to be doing against you, Tyreek over Henry was non-functional. <laughs> like – Oh, you know, it was it was a tough scene. But also, you didn't play. But also, you didn't play the Cowboys' defense, which was even more weird. No, so when I so so I really wanted to play Devontae and Tyreek. You know what I mean? Like I just, dude, Tyreek has been smashing so super hard. Like I mean, his air yard share, his his whopper. I mean, all these things are like elite, elite level. Like he's he's been like Devontae Adams ish for the last whatever like five weeks and. KC has really just been airing it out. And I'm like, you know what? I want some of that smoke. I, I, I way rather want some of that smoke than Derrick Henry. Um, yeah, but but basically, Tyreek Hill is just Derrick Henry of wide receivers, honestly. Well, not, not so he was for like three years, not anymore. He has yeah, been not, getting not up. Anymore, bro. But, but let me tell you this. Also, paying whatever, $900 or $1,100 more for Tyreek than Kelsey, also very fake sharp of you. I guess. I mean, I, I so I kind of liked Komet, dude. I, I kind of no, liked- no. I I did think Komet was really strong, um, and I don't, I don't actually think that. Like, I did not think Kelsey was some lock because I did think Komet was so strong. Yeah, I, it was just one of those things with with Kelsey where, dude, every t- every single time I pay up for a tight end in cash, it just burns me every single time. And I was just like, yeah, dude, but I'm that's meant, dude, that's mentally weak though. Cause I had the same thought of like, I played Kelsey this year against the Broncos. He had like four for 40 and I played right. him two weeks ago and he only, and he didn't get the hundred yard bonus. And I'm like, no, that is stupid. Like that is something I would mock Sammy for saying. So don't no, see, see you're, that you're one. Mentally, you're mentally strong and I'm mentally weak because we played Kelsey the same two weeks. They're like, it's the worst two weeks of the year. And like, like literally his worst two weeks. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, you know what? I'm just done with this. Like, Tyreek is just like, they are literally bombing it off to him all the time. And he gets like weird goal line stuff. I mean, it's just like, and he scored two touchdowns. He did really good. You know? Yeah, one of them was that. Third, and Mahomes gacked the throw. It's crazy. Yeah. The, the thing with Tyreek, though, is his range of outcomes is still incredibly volatile for a wider receiver. I, I don't, I don't so agree I, with that. I, no, I, 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 I think it's Sammy, Sammy is right. In the sense that, like, him getting, like, six points now is no longer in play the way it would have been, like, a year ago. But, like, 14 versus 35, sure. Um, He's not Devontae Adams. And if you're going to make the claim of, like, fading Derrick Henry because Derrick Henry has – I would say, like, the range of outcomes on Derrick Henry and the range of outcomes on on Tyreek Hill are actually very similar. And when you consider ownership ownership rates in cash games, it doesn't make sense to me to play Tyreek Hill over Derrick Henry. Like, like I, I, I get that the last couple of weeks, yeah, Ty- Tyreek's usage has been there. But, like, because of how they use Tyreek, it's just not like a normal wide receiver and not like just the way that the Chiefs offense runs. Like, his, his volatility is still there. I, I, like, there's no way you can deny that. That's not just like, oh, I don't feel that that's true. Like, you can measure volatility, and it's still there for him beyond what Devontae Adams is, beyond what other uh, wide receivers Well, well I certainly wasn't going to play him over Devontae Adams, right? I mean, Devontae I know, but... was just a stone lock. So I played him and Devontae Adams. 
Yeah. Devontae was pretty close to being the worst play of the slate. Though. Yeah. He, he, was. <laughs> he was about he was about uh what he get over. So he was about one like twenty five yard reception that he got in the fourth quarter from being like night like nineteen points, forty percent out, just like literally like the worst you could do. Yeah. So I don't know. I think probably the Devontae Adams worship uh, is nearing its close. Because I was no. actually thinking – No. Well, I was thinking about this. Devontae Adams is obviously not going to have this good of a season next year, but he's going to go, like, third overall in fantasy drafts next year. Like, it's going to be, like, Dalvin. Uh, it'll be, I guess, Derrick Henry, probably. And then it'll be – Devonte, but he is—he's just not—he will not do as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to get into a seasonal take, but right now the way that Rodgers and Devonte are playing, Devonte worship was totally justified this week. Sure, and I'm not—I I don't think that's like a reason to take the L this week. Like, I no, I no, no. I'm not trying to say like there's anyone critiquing the Adams play. No, like he was a great play. No, I'm, that's not what I'm saying. You're just saying going forward, 2021. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, he's going to be, like, I don't know. I don't know who they play next week, but, like, he's going to be, like, 10.2 or something and be 40% owned. It's just going to be, like, I don't know. At a certain point, we got to call uncle with just, like, jamming him in. I don't yeah, know. I, I mean, had him projected, like, five points more than Tyreek this week. We had him like, projected for 28, which is what he yeah. got. Well, it, so. it, we, know, we know Nate's going to play him if he's in the dome. Yeah, Nate, yeah, Nate I, I probably Nate will. You're just going to smash him in if he's in a dome. So next week. I mean, if he's going to continue to get 12, like if I'm going to project him for 12 targets, 12 Aaron Rodgers targets right now, they just like in the red zone, they literally just like decide to throw the ball to Devont instead of trying to pass. It's like, or instead of trying to run the ball with Jones, it's nuts. How many, how many targets would a jet have to project for, for you to play them? Oh, I'm just going to – I'm going to write it into my model just excluding them from – like, I'm going to pretend their games have been postponed. Yeah, I think that's probably um, a good idea. So, Nate, out of all of us, I think you made the single worst play other than Sammy not playing the Cowboys defense, which was Hayden Hurst instead of Logan Thomas, Jordan Reed, or Cole Komet, or or Travis Kelsey. Um, bizarre was this no i know what i know 100 percent what it is it was nate hedging mentally weak because he didn't play ridley so he's like i need a little bit of exposure to the Atlanta Falcons <laughs> passing game i need a little I, I literally i know the mentally weak thought process that led him here because Maybe i've been whopper will, will spill out of ridley's cup in a day like i've i've been that mentally weak fish before and i just i know i can reverse engineer the mentally weak sauce that led to you clicking the hayden hurst button Nate, sometimes, yeah, sometimes you just got to get those Matt Ryan shares in your lineup, that, that Matt Ryan exposure. I'm like, man, that game, if I can't get Ridley, I, yeah. I, I honestly, like, I still can't fathom that I literally locked Hayden Hurst in. Like, <laughs> what the? I, like, this is so insane. <laughs> Nate, Nate, why didn't you just play Logan Thomas and then use the extra 400 from QT to play Brandon Ayuk, like Ayuk was such a smash. Nate, Nate would have never played Ayuk because there's not a good enough sample of him being a game. Yeah, yeah. Ayuk hasn't been in the league four years and shown like. Strong. I don't know who I would have played over. Um, would you have played? Would you have double played the Carolina Panthers wide receivers? No, I probably would have gone to like. I mean, I couldn't get up to Corey Davis, but 
Corey Davis was the other Marvin, guy that that Marvin Jones in the flex with the snowflake next to his name for <laughs> me is like the, it's like it's like the image of the week. Going into the second half where I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get another Rogers Devontae touchdown. I'm gonna get yep. the bonus for both of them, and I'm gonna get some Marvin Jones. And then just not getting it in that second half was like the most painful way to lose. It's not fun. No. Uh, I still can't believe I played Hayden Hurst. I don't know. Yeah, this is – what was what was he owned that. in your double-ups? Like 0.04%? I mean, it had to be in the single digits. Let's see. Uh, Massive $25 double-up. Give me the Hayden Hurst ownership. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm going under 1%, definitely. Yeah, it's got to be. No, it was five 5.8. What? Are you are some, you selling subscriptions some, to your model? No, some I was gonna say some like ninth rate DFS site had to have put him in their optimal. Dude, I don't know. With Julio gone, I just my projections liked him. I shouldn't have done it. I like <laughs> Logan Thomas. I don't know what I was thinking. You would have. You would have. You would have won. No, you would. You would have gotten close. You would have. You would have lost like thirty oh, percent. Nine extra played, points. I would have been fine. No, because I well, yeah, you would have, yeah, because like one forty four was like the sweet spot this week. Yeah, one forty four, one forty five. I would have been right at one. Yeah, so I don't know why I didn't play Thomas. It was a bad move. It was a bad move, and it probably would have gotten me off QT. I I made two bad moves this week: Hurst and QT. I yeah, Kiki. Texas, I never Kiki again. Was, here's the thing: right now, this Texas offense without Will Fuller, without they're the Jags. Like, they are brutally inefficient on offense and outside of Watson nobody nobody is like going to be playable on a week-to-week basis and I think going up against the Bears like I just should never have done this at 5k yeah I was I was cool on QT man I cashed in super hard last week and then I'm like cool I'm walking away from the table this is a smart thing to do I yeah I don't know he got a touchdown like you guys almost got buried on that play I, I yeah. don't know what. Yeah, those two were my – yeah, I fished it. Yeah, well, what can you do? Well, I just – I mean, so so I didn't play Dallas, and I thought that Dallas was, like, the best value defense. Um, but you, you didn't know. need the money because you played Stafford, yeah. bro. Yeah, Sam's I, like, I, I don't need to pay up for Rodgers. I'm going to pay up a defense. Well, well no. <laughs> pay up for the no difference, if I had gotten to I, – I would have punted defense if I could have gotten to Rodgers in some, like, reasonable way. Um, I mean, why didn't you just play, like, the Jets defense? That would have been on brand for you. Or Washington. You already had um, McKissick. No, Washington, I didn't. Washington I was expensive. McKissick. Washington yeah. cost more than the Cowboys. Wasn't Washington yeah, I, two and, point? And, and I didn't play McKissick. 2.6. So that's four hundred dollars less than Seattle. Well, Sammy paid three K at defense. <laughs> I know. Well, you know, I had the I, I I had the money and I was cool everywhere else. Obviously, I should not have been, but I thought Seattle was like overall the best. But it was just like the extra six hundred dollars for my lineup. I just couldn't do anything significant with it. I mean, this was I'll be honest with you guys. This was I thought the toughest week, at least for me, in cash um, of the entire season. I. I didn't feel confident. I played a lot less volume. I put out a crap lineup, made bad decisions. I mean, it was just, it was just fish all around. It was really bad. And I think, I think we all choked in a lot of ways. The, the fact that we all faded Henry and Eckler. Um, yeah. Mean, not, not playing Eckler is like just, it's just total FPS. Like I, what am I doing? 
Yeah, it was it was really egregious. I mean, just, also just not playing. I I know that Rodgers was a really good play, but like Jalen Hurts had a freaking seventeen rushing attempts, dude. Dude, Jalen Hurts that. Literally, if he throws two or three inter- picks in the first half and Carson Wentz comes out in the second half, would anybody have been surprised? Never, never. No, I would have been very surprised. Jalen Hurts is a fucking winner, dude. No way. <laughs> <laughs> Jalen Hurts literally, like, in this spot could have, like, literally, literally Nate, been pulled. How, how bad do the – New Orleans Saints beat the Eagles' ass if Carson Wentz starts this game, like 30 to 0, 30 oh, to yeah. 7. The Saints' defense is legit good. The Saints' defense is legit good. Like, what Hurts did was impressive. But I, like, to play him in DFS cash. Games I mean, if I just bad. told you guys straight up we all faded a 5.1K quarterback with 18 rushing attempts, like, we're all, we're all just like. But he hit the bonus. <laughs> Dude, he literally like... hit the rushing bonus. Like, that, I mean, honestly, that was my big mistake. That's, that's why I'm a Yeah, fish, I mean. I instead of Hurts. I, and I agree with you guys that, like, I think uh, against the New Orleans Saints, it probably was not good in cash. But I also didn't, I didn't even make one. Jalen Hurts tournament team, not one. Like, what? What am I doing? Very off brand. Very off brand. Very stupid. Most of the listeners don't remember back to the Johnny Manziel. Like, yeah, Johnny Manziel they don't remember. Days. But it's off brand. <laughs> that was a time. Yeah, man. How about Alshon Jeffrey catching a touchdown in the year of our Lord? The back shoulder. All he, all he needed was some hurts in his life. Maybe the problem wasn't Alshon Jeffrey all along. Maybe it was yeah. Carson Wentz. How bad is Wentz? Is Wentz going to go down as, like, one of the most – can you imagine his performance at his price, like, what they're paying him for his contract? That has to be, like, one of the worst contracts. Yeah, ever. but it, contracts are, like, not real in the NFL. So, thankfully, the Eagles think, will be able I think to figure Wentz's it out. Wentz's is actually fairly real is the thing about it. No, they yeah, always – his see, is actually always, legit guaranteed. His, so, every single, yeah, great. They cut him and they pay him the money, but it doesn't end up counting against the salary cap. Uh, and I and these teams, these teams. I don't think that's accurate. I mean, dude, the NFL salary cap is not real. Okay, I'm not gonna take a stance on this because, to be honest, I don't know a lot about the NFL salary cap. But it's I also very, know, it's very. You don't seem to know what you're talking about here. The the. It's, I'm, it's just, like I'm the, just gonna use a Bayesian process here and just infer that Davis is incorrect about this. <laughs> no, I I this is a hundred percent true. Like, literally, ask anyone. Like Wentz just has say, a lot of guaranteed money coming. As that well. is true, but Sammy, just tweet: Is the NFL salary cap real? And a bunch of people will tweet back to you: It's not real, bro. I know how NFL salaries, uh, like contracts, work. Like a bunch of the money isn't guaranteed, and they're all four-year, five-year deals that you can cut a guy after year two with no skin off your back. I know it, but when you have giant signing bonuses and guaranteed money, that gets very real. And I'm pretty sure I saw some graphics about Wentz's contract, how much it would cost the Eagles to actually cut him. Um, so, yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, I hope that uh, – I mean, as a Dallas Cowboys fan, I hope that Jalen Hurts uh, gets traded and that Car- they pay Carson Wentz for, like, the next decade because Carson Wentz is one of the worst NFL quarterbacks I've watched uh, in the last five years. He's terrible. He's so bad. Very bad. I, I do want to say, like, Seattle defense did end up doing well. Like, it wasn't I- – I don't think yeah. it was that big of a – like – Dude, I mean, the Cowboys just got a touchdown really early on, and it's like, okay, like that's that's going to happen when a low price value chalk one hits. But the Jets were never in any serious danger of scoring any points 
And frankly, the only reason Seattle, like Seattle legit like dropped pick sixes and then the Jets do that thing where they just start like handing the ball off at the end of the game and don't even try to score, which I think I should have considered a little more that they don't even try. Yeah, hard, hard to get points for the defense when, when they do that. That is correct. Yeah. Guys, I, I want to be done with this week. Yeah, yeah we're done. I mean, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't even have the Listeners are literally it. tuning in and listening to us talk about the salary cap. <laughs> like, <laughs> it is the salary takes. I want to be right about one thing this week, Nate. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Sammy, Sammy is uh, right now, he's got to get to his TV so we can watch another uh, Deontay Johnson 19 target 44 yard game. <laughs> He's, he's already got three targets for only, for only one drive. For, for, t- for 12 yards. <laughs> Is that raising his yards per target for the season? I'm not no, sure. No, no. It, uh, it's going to take him from 119th down to 125th. Him and Kyle Juszczyk are going to have the same <laughs> yards per target by the end. No, I can't wait until the Steelers are back on the main site. Are they back next week on the main? Sammy's um, going to go broke the last three weeks. I, week I will go 15 broke NFL schedule. Uh, so we have the start of the Saturday games. The Bills and the Broncos play on Saturday, and then the Panthers and the Packers. Looks like your – no, your Steelers are on Monday night against Monday the Bengals. Against the freaking Bengals. Unbelievable. Nobody even wants to watch it. Well, Deontay and the captain. What are you going to do? Uh, yeah, I'm definitely not going to watch that game. All right. Everyone, that'll do it. Uh, we'll be back next week, hopefully, with uh, – Hopefully we'll remember to play Jalen Hurts next week. Derrick Henry is playing the Lions. Bro. I'm not playing Derrick Henry oh, again. Derrick there we Henry go. There we go. Never, <laughs> like, we, just, we can record next week's show. We can record next week's show already. Well, we all played a Derrick Henry, and we all played this mid-price running back who got 17 points less than Austin Eckler. I can't figure out why I can't win this month. <laughs>